Hello friends, before we get started on this next amazing episode, I just wanted to give a short shout out to our team at Metal Cloak, the group that makes this podcast possible. From engineering to production, from marketing to sales, from accounting to HR, every member of the Metal Cloak family works diligently every day to bring some of the world's best products to the off-road enthusiast. Designed, engineered, proven, Metal Cloak. That is not just a clever cadence written by me, but a true statement of what we do every day and why we truly appreciate each and every one of you. If you are looking for something for your Jeep, Ram, Bronco, or Toyota, give us a try. We are here to help. And now, on to another amazing episode of The Modern Jeeper Show. I have a nice picture of uh, Phillip's butt at Harap Ass, whatever that elevation was. (laughs) It was a nice picture of Phillip's butt. I just wouldn't imagine that a picture of Phillip's butt would be nice at all. Well, instead of Harap Pass, it was Phillip's, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, great. The Modern Jeeper Show, the show about Jeeps, Jeeping, and Jeepers. Hello, Modern Jeepers. Matt's from Medical Care. Welcome to episode 245 of The Modern Jeeper Show. Philip and Curtis join Corey and I for the Christmas episode. We talk toy drives, the sphere in Vegas, tornadoes in Tennessee's, and what we wish for Christmas, and how Corey is planning to get me out wheeling more in 2024. As always, we're incredibly grateful for this episode to our supporters and friends, including Warren Winches, Raceline Wheels, Best Stop, Milestar Tires, Rugged Radios, Nacho Lighting, Adventure Rack Systems, and of course, Metal Cloak. By the way, if you like this episode, or even if you don't, please smash that like button, give a five-star review, and share it with your friends. Now sit back, relax the cold one, and enjoy episode 245 of the Modern Jeeper Show. Hey, Modern Jeepers, it's another episode of the Modern Jeeper Show with me, Matt from Metal Cloak, and Mr. Modern Jeeper, Corey Osborne. Hey, buddy. Hey, where's Jesse? She is, you know, we've been on the road now for about 21 days-ish, and... We changed time zones. We changed elevations. We got home. It's pretty cold here. Man, she she's doing these cluster headache things a little bit, and the uh, sinus pressure is real. So we got home. She took a bunch of meds. Um, she's actually downstairs in bed where she's been since we got home yesterday at like 8 o'clock last night. So, yeah, <clears throat> she's she's feeling it. Awfully convenient to come home and there's work to do to unload stuff and all that kind of stuff. And she just kind of lays out, you know, wow, awfully convenient there. <laughs> wow. Uh, we, we hope she's better. We're going to miss her because this is the Christmas episode, which is why we have our good friends. This is this is kind of like our modern Jeeper core, right? Philip Thorpe. Yeah. And, uh, and Curtis McMillan. Uh, welcome. It's been a while. I have like I haven't actually like seen you guys so- in person. Corey and Jesse have, but you know, I don't think I've seen you in person all year. Have I? No, no I it's no. Pigeon Forge last no. year. Yeah, Pigeon Forge yeah, last year. Jeez, gosh. Wow. So I'm the outsider. Really, I don't even know why I host this damn thing. I should be like the, the guest and let Corey host because, you know, <laughs> you guys are like, oh, yeah, I, I just don't get to get Because who's the modern Jeeper in here? Not I, because you have to Jeep to actually be a modern Jeeper. Driving your kids back and forth to school in the Gladiator doesn't count as modern jeeping. <laughs> We're going to change that, though, for 2024, see. What, change the definition of modern jeeper or just? <laughs> no, we're going to change this 
this whole you not being able to Jeep. I mean, we may have to buy you a, you know, the, the Mattel version of an EV Jeep or something, but we'll figure that out. Well, I'll get the Matchbox, a little $20 Matchbox Gladiator. And then there I'll just, you go. You know, Loki. Okay, guys. So it was a Loki. No, Lo, not Loki. Loki's the, 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 um, the, the Norse god of the Norse something. god of something. But <laughs> there was a, there's a little, there's an RC company. It's like low. It's, it's, it's LO something. LO, it's four letters. What's the name of the RC company? It's four letters. Anyway. So make a look at it. Losi, okay, Losi. That's what I was thinking. Losi, okay. So Losi used to have these micro crawlers that were really cool, and we've talked about them before, and they were awesome because they were just they were like a desktop micro crawler. I mean, and the way my desk is, with all the (laughs) crap I have everywhere, it's awesome. You could sit there and just have the thing of crawl over this, crawl over that. You know, go over there and crawl over some other stuff. It was just great. I, I, they just don't do them anymore. I've looked all over the place to try to find them. Because I have one set, yeah. but I needed like I, I needed to do stuff. But I I took that little micro crawler that looked like a buggy, took it off, put a a smaller YJ body on it, and it just made it like a big wheeled YJ. It was awesome, and it was great for playing on the desk. But it's it's all gone. Yeah, all I haven't gone. seen those for a long time. I don't I don't think they make them anymore. But they just seem to be like an awesome. It was, it was you know it was an eighty dollar RC micro crawler, and it was they were really really cool. Well, but anyway, on to that. So oh. this is the Christmas episode. That's exactly right. We're, um, you know, it's kind of funny because I started going through my notes and there's a few things going on in the Jeep industry and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in the automotive industry itself. And I thought, where, where do we want to go? And it is, you know, it's funny for us because I, I forgot Christmas is in like, I don't know, five days or something. It's weird when you travel, you don't care. Or I mean, not that you don't care. You just don't celebrate things like you do if you're home all the time. So, yeah, this is the Christmas episode, and we should be talking about spending time with family and friends and uh, what the year has brought And instead of, um, hey, the uh, you know, there's some EPA stuff going on with Stellantis. And so, yeah, I don't want to go there. No, no, you know, it's, I don't want to go there. But I don't want to go to where you know um, people have been doing fraudulent uh, uh, testing with the the Tesla uh, Cybertruck. We can talk about that next year. Wow, <laughs> there's all kinds of fun stuff that we can tease about. But really, you know, the Christmas episode historically has been a chance for us to just get together and talk about fun things like what we want, like what 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 do you want for Christmas? What do you want for? What do you want to give other people? What are you giving other people? What do you want for your Jeep? And here's the funny thing about it: like Corey has a has a um, has a yellow Santa hat on, which I think that really means you're kind of like one of the the lower level elves. I, I, yeah. I I'm not sure about that because I think I got peed on or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch yellow snow. Philip actually has a Christmas tree and is wearing a, a great um, uh, sweater. Curtis has a Christmas tree and wearing a great sweater. I'm sitting in an office and I, I grabbed a poinsettia from the front room just to just to show that I had some Christmas spirit. And I got a little red and green, but like I suck. Like you know, it's just there's no there's no Christmas e in my office. There's just no. Well, I, I think last year you had a Santa hat. Yeah, last year I had the Santa hat and it was hot and I was sweating the whole entire time. Santa, whoever you know, the idea of a Santa hat like can, is there summer Santa hats? Because you know, it's. Well, some are hats and some aren't. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Hey, so talking about Christmas and, and like great Christmas <laughs> stuff. So we did a toy drive, our first ever toy drive 
on Saturday. It was from 9 to noon here at the shop. It was then in conjunction with 916 CNC, which is Cars and Coffee, um, and NorCal Rock Racing, John Goodby, who we've had on the show several times. And it was phenomenal. Like the Cars and Coffee is a real exotic, like a real wide variety of, of cars, but some exotics. We had a $1.3 million What's that? Wasn't it a Shelby? Wasn't it? There was a Shelby GT500. There was a there was a McLaren. That's the word I was looking for. One point three million dollar McLaren here, Ferraris. Spend that much money for a McLaren. The dude who has the McLaren has like ten other cars of similar value in his driveway. Like, and he and he uses his cars. He's not a guy who buys a car and then takes it to a show and then puts it back in the garage. Like he goes out to the racetrack with it. I mean, that one, that that's what it's called, the Senna. I think it's like one step away from being a racing car. It's a legal racing car. And um, and so he has we had that. We had all kinds of wide varieties, some Mustangs, lots of Jeeps, the the buggies, of course, the NorCal Rock Racing, some 4,400 buggies out here. But the bottom line is we had a bunch of great people. The parking lots, our parking lot and the neighboring parking lots were all full. Uh, did a bunch of CTIs and 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 we raised or we got 491 toys donated. That's awesome. 491 toys. And they all went to the Boys and Girls Club. So that was great. Awesome. Thank you, everybody who participated. Thank you, everybody who came out. I even even got contact from some people that were saying, hey, how can I donate to the car or to the toy drive, um, even though we're not going to be there? And I was like, just just do it to some local group Um, because it's just all, it all goes to kids and it, it doesn't matter where the kids are. But 491 toys. It was great. And it was, it was a great, testament to just the christmas spirit to the number of people out here and there were toys everything from somebody brought like 20 hot wheels to somebody brought a mongoose bike um oh, wow a total freestyle mongoose bike and and there was a lot of I mean, there was girls toys and boys go- toys but you could tell that there was a theme throughout it. a lot of a lot of cars a lot of cars a lot of trucks a lot of rcs a lot of fun that stuff so hopefully some kids some needy needy kids actually get a little bit of joy out of all that and you know for my kids, it lasts about a week, and then the toys are destroyed and broken, and they move on. You know, <laughs> we do we do something similar here as well. Uh, we do toys for tots, which is you know by the Marines, which is close to my heart. At uh, mm-hmm. Corey's been there, Burning Rock, our our local off road park, and mm-hmm. it turns out real good. We have the Jeep clubs and some of the ATV clubs, and have just I mean, the, they had a trailer full of toys. It was That's amazing, awesome. really good, really good. Well, I had a thought a couple of years ago about doing this where I wanted to to do a, a toy drive, load it up into all the Jeeps, and then do a big parade of Jeeps all the way down to the Marine Brace and, and drop it off for Toys for Tots. Um, we just never got around to doing it. And then I was like, oh, well, here's this, you know, NorCal Rock Racing. John Gibby's the one who brought it up. So hats off to him. And and we we appreciate Metal Cloak being the location to do it at. It was just awesome. So we'll do it. It'll become an annual event. We'll do it again next year. Uh, well, bring it out um, even more. I know there's a lot of clubs, even the Mile High Jeep Club over in Denver. We typically get invited an event that we used to go to, and and they did exactly that, Manson. They would actually load up all their Jeeps and parade through town and and had a drop-off spot, Toys for Tots, with the with the uh, cooperation of, of the Marines out in, in the Denver area. And it's, it's always turned out to be a really good event. I haven't been able to make it for a number of years. But, you know, a shout-out to all the Jeep clubs that, that – they they all seem to this time of year everybody gets together and they do really cool things for the community for for the kids yeah it's it's kind of cool it's it's that time of year it is it's the time of giving and listen I love to give stuff I love to receive stuff 
but I like to give stuff more because I don't need a lot of stuff. I mean, I don't need anything. My, I tell my wife every year, don't get me anything. I don't need anything. I want something. I can go and buy it. Right. But right. no, sure enough, it's like she, my wife loves giving. So she'll go and buy just a bunch of stuff. Right. She'll ask me for my list and she'll get all the stuff. Right. And then I, I literally I, I got something from her wish list like three days ago. It happens to be have four legs and a lot of fur. And I went no more. We already have four dogs in the house. She wanted to rescue another one called Penny, this cute little, like, that's my Christmas. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't but you brought it home. At least it didn't have two legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be, uh, that would be inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah, no, you could you, but Corey knows she, you could see that. Like, hey, what, what's your Christmas list? Well, let's just. Vivian needs a sister. Like, no, 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 that's not for Christmas, right? I don't think Santa brings that. Santa doesn't bring kids. That's the storks. They have a whole another problem. They're on strike. Well, you know, I was pretty fortunate this year because Jesse had she. We had both wanted to go to the Sphere, so she had bought uh, tickets for us to go see you two at the Sphere, and that was kind of combination Christmas birthday. And it was kind of cool because while we were there, and then, of course, we were there on the way back from spending uh, about a week at Metal Cloak's headquarters. They do a really cool thing in Vegas. Around the the rodeo deal, there's a um, country Christmas, it's called. Uh, I don't think I have anything here in front of me. Over at the Rio, they actually have this massive convention center area in the back of the Rio, and it's a country Christmas. And it's a whole bunch of vendors you know, I'm I'm not much of a of a country guy, but um, it was really cool. Like they had, uh, of course, lots of hats and boots, boots and hats, and boots and hats, and boots. And, um, <laughs> anyway, they um, yeah, they they had. I mean, it was it was really neat. They had saddles and they had, but they had people doing selling just about everything uh, that you can imagine for Christmas, and it was just fun because it was kind of a Christmas theme, seeing everybody dressed up and and walking through this huge convention center. But it was more like a giant mall in a way, um, and wow. they had little kids roping on stage, and yeah, it was it was really cool. That's cool. I'm sorry, little kids. They were roping. Was it real live animals? Uh, no, they had like these little. Um, they had like uh, <laughs> steers on wheels. Little oh steers yes, on wheels. Little steers on wheels. So they kind of shoot across the stage, and then okay. they would go out and rope it, and and then. Uh, so on the way back, though, we actually ran into a. We were actually walking through the the. Christmas country Christmas thing and a buddy of mine price who we've talked about in the past. He yeah, has yeah. M&H towing and recovery here in town. He came up behind me and gave me a big hug and he was actually in town for the rodeo and uh, had two extra tickets just by fluke. Um, wow. Ran into him Saturday or yeah, Saturday night. And we ended up going to the finals rodeo, which was uh, just amazing. Like what an experience. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, the only rodeos I've ever been to is out here in Folsom. We have one that's, uh, they have a rodeo there and they do it pretty regularly, but it's a, uh, mainly around the 4th of July is when the big one's at. So you go there, you do whole 4th of July. There's a little midway and you go and, uh, and, and watch the, the cowgirls do stuff and the kids do stuff and the cowboys do stuff. I mean, it's not like anywhere near. I don't think they have the level of Bronx and Bronx busting and the bulls and stuff you have at a real rodeo. That's got to be incredible. Yeah, they, I mean, this was this was the real deal. These were the finalists from the year, basically, um, through through the NFR, the National Finals Rodeo Association, and 
you know, it's different. It's just a different level. We watched uh, we Ricky's daughter, of course, Kayla participates in a in a uh, a lot of um, uh, barrel racing and whatnot down in Florida. And to see the professional level and, and watch these girls and young men get on bulls bareback uh, bronc riding, and you know, these guys are making about a hundred grand a year uh, when they get to this level. And then uh, to watch just the professionalism and, and how it's all ran, it's a it's a show. I mean, it is there's I don't know, thirty-five thousand people in an arena watching one guy on a horse. You know, it's it's a big deal. So show of hands, show of hands, show of hands. Who would risk their lives riding something like that for hundred grand a year? Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Oh my nope. god. Not a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I remember the episode, one of the early episodes of Yellowstone where there was the young uh, misguided druggy cowboy. It wasn't a cowboy yet. He joined and he realized that he could earn some quick money to pay back uh, father's debt by doing some bronc busting and doing yeah. it. And he, and it, it, he went on there a couple of times and stuff. And I don't know. I forget what the prize money was, but it seemed like it was more than that. It seemed like it was much bigger prize than, than making just kind of like, ah, yeah, six figures a year to hundred grand a year to do that. Oh my God. That's like, well, and what's, you know, we were talking a little bit about it too, as we walked up through, we were kind of invited to a VIP uh, section before the rodeo started and um, to walk through their trailers and their horses. These people have a hundred grand. That's, that's probably not paying the bills. I mean, they've got, They've got a serious amount invested, but it is what they do for their life to watch those guys on the bulls and to watch the, the, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was really eye opening. It was really cool to see, um, you know, we were pretty high up. I'll, I'll put up some, some more videos, uh, probably this week on Instagram. We were pretty high up, but I was able to zoom in pretty good and get some, some pretty decent action of, of how big these bulls were, even though even just the, the girls on, on, uh, doing the barrel racing stuff. It's just different. These horses are big. They're they're massive horses. They're really fast. And, uh, you know, you get this little bitty girl on there who's holding on for dear life, but controlling that horse. And, yeah, it was it was cool. Yeah, interesting, interesting. So what about you, Philip? What's your, what's your, uh, what's your Christmas month been like? I just got back from Aruba. Uh, well, yeah, I got back from Aruba, but it was work. Uh, I had, I had it was work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. I had to have the conversation with the whole family because they're like, oh, you're in Aruba. It must be nice. I'm like, I have worked my ass off every single day. I had one day where we got finished early and I could actually relax. Other than that, I mean, I'd leave the hotel at 8 a.m. And by the time we were done with customers, it was 9 or 10 o'clock at night and I was exhausted. Wow. So you actually have customers but, down in Aruba. Like we have customers all the way through South America, everywhere. Wow, it's wild. Yeah, this guy, this guy travels more than than we do. Like if if I'm home, it's it's weird, and then if he's home, it's even weirder because he's all yeah. over the place all the time. If you ever, one of the first hotels we stayed in on this last trip, I looked outside and there's a Sherwin Williams commercial operation parking lot right outside our hotel window, and I went, "Where's Philip? He should be there." <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this has been a great year for you, though, Philip. You got married, right? So, you know, it did. that was that yeah. was good. That was good at Corey's house. And um, so what are the great things were, were 2023 all about for you? 
I mean, I got to spend a lot of time on the road with my, my off-road family this year. So that was great. I mean, mm. that's, that's hands down probably my favorite vacation type that's thing awesome. to go do is go do events with Corey and Jesse. Um, going to their house, getting married, that, that was the pinnacle thing of the whole year and having Corey officiate it, the pictures they took. Oh yeah. That was, that was pretty incredible. That's awesome. Oh, so, I can't ask for much more than what I've got this year. It's been, been a blessing. That's great. That's great. How about you, Curtis? How's your, how's your Christmas month been? Uh, you know, it's been good. My, I work at the pie factory. It's pretty much the same thing every day. Uh, so, uh, it, it doesn't change a lot. But no, it's been good. It's been good. I, you know, my grandson just turned one. Uh, wow. We took him this weekend to look at the Christmas lights, and he's just, you know, he he loves the lights. He's the happiest happiest little kid you ever seen in your life. And the funniest thing was, we took him, and they had they called it the snowball park, but they had these little cotton ball balls that they could throw at stuff. Mm. He sat there on the floor, and we dumped one in his lap, and he was the happiest kid in the world. You couldn't wow. have gave him anything else to make him happier. So. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really good. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, that that is kind of like I don't know if that's a new thing, but all of a sudden it seemed to pop up this year was is these the the snowball makers and the snow were using cotton balls and stuff like that and marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Like I, I donated a bunch of white paper cups to one of my kids' class classes, and they're making snowball shooters, and they just they put a you know put a balloon at one end of it and and shoot out. But it's like it's either a marshmallow or it's cotton balls. So I've just seen that more and more. All of a sudden, the cotton ball snowball thing seems to be a, yeah. a big deal. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. It's neat that's seeing cool. him grow up in the year that you know that we've had him. It's just amazing. He started walking last week, and he actually went wow. from not walking to running. Uh, he kind of skipped the walking part. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been really good. It's been really that's, good. That's awesome. How old is he? He's one. He turned one, one on Thanksgiving. Wow. Yeah, my kids didn't start walking until like. 14. I think, well, Vivian was a little bit sooner, but Josh was until like he was 14, 15 months, I think. And then, but he was a super fast crawler. So he didn't need to, for whatever reason, like right. he got it where he wanted to. It was like, why should I do this in two feet when I can do it on four? It doesn't yeah. make sense. All the dogs are on four. doesn't make sense. Right. They go pretty fast. They do fast. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <sighs> it's when they revert back to it and go, I'm, I'm, I'm get up, get up, walk. No, I'm going to go put holes in all my jeans and crawl around the backyard. Um, <laughs> so with, with, with uh, all of us, and this isn't really, this is kind of a Christmas episode, but I have a feeling we're not going to be doing this same group, what we do in new years. So at, let's kind of like talk about some of our favorite stuff this year too. I mean, part of the blessing that we've had of the season and being able to be together and stuff and do stuff. So Curtis, what was your, what was your favorite trip this year? You know, uh, I went to the red lens this year and the red lens was, was really cool. I've never, I've never been to the Nashville area and all that. Uh, I definitely want to do the one would rather do the one in the fall. Uh, you know, it was so miserably hot it and we warm. could probably throw a rock to the Creek that everybody was playing in while we were <laughs> right. there sweating our yahoos off. And uh, yeah, that, that would have been a little neater, but you know, and we got to hang out with Chris and got to hang out with Bobby this year at a couple of events. And it's always good to hang out with those guys. You know, Mike was at Jeep beach. So yeah, I just, you know, I have a good time hanging out with everybody. I really, you know, that's, you know, Corey and I have talked about that, you know, with with my job, which we won't get into, you know, it, it's a huge break for me to go talk about anything. And and I like talking about Jeeps and, and you know, luckily I'm pretty knowledgeable about them and I do my own work. I, I know the mechanical part of it in and out. So, so it works out real well. It's just something I really enjoy. And, 
know, Corey and I made friends the first day we met and we kind of rolled on from there. So then I got to meet Philip and I don't know what brought me into that horrible relationship. It was all downhill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's been, you know, it's been a fun, obviously you've been, uh, it's been great having you a part of, I well, appreciate that. You know, and it's it's kind of funny because you 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 kind of worked your way in. Like we get we get requests all the time from people that are like, "Hey, how can I be this? Or how can I be a, a, a an ambassador? Or how can I be?" And you were just there, right? And you yeah, were just my there intention you, was never to for somebody to give me something. I just yeah, I that's the thing. I enjoyed just hanging to, out there, buddy, and you know, and exactly. I had the product, I had the product, and believed in it, and I knew it because I'd installed it, and it just it just rolled from there. And I mean. I'm appreciative of all you guys, you know. I want to do it. So uh, me and Phillip's uh, torrid relationship, uh, they're having a 24 hours of Appalachia thing in, Mar- I think it's February or March. So they're going to do 600 miles in 24 hours. And uh, I think Phillip's going to be my co-dog. We're going oh, to go out and, really? go out and play in the West Virginia mountains for 24 hours. That's wow. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. When is that going to be? I hope I make it back. I think it's. I think it's February the third. I'll have to look again. Yeah, it's a big fundraiser for a Children's Home Society. Uh, if it's, if, it's one, of, if the, one of you doesn't show back up, we are going to pers- we are going to blame the other. I mean, it's well, we're we'll we'll together, we'll so it's going to be one or none. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not going to yeah. say it's got to be two or none. Yeah, bring them back. Both you guys are responsible for each other. You oh know, yeah, it's it's got to be because otherwise it'll just be like all oh, hell will break loose, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well they, they sent me. Yeah. A, I wanted to win. I'm thinking, you know, it's like you know Jesse and them where they did their thing, and I want to win. They sent a thing out the other day and said, "This is not a race. This is just so we can all complete <laughs> everything in 24 hours." But I want to win. I want to win. We want to win. Oh, it's a race. We, we did it in 20 hours. All oh, you guys are losers. Winners. Yeah, all these events just cr- kill me. Like, well, and you know, the CTI trailer is not a competition. Um, all these rallies, they are not races. Um, these are just fundraisers. Like, it's so funny because the competitive nature of all of us, like, we just go, yeah, okay, and we're out there, and we're gonna do everything the best we can. It's just yeah. who we are. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna show up at the CTI and at this event, and I'm gonna try to adjust it, and then I'll show up and follow Corey to the next event, and then I'll adjust it, and I'll <laughs> yeah. follow Corey to the next yeah. event, and I'll adjust it, and like I want to have the best score. Everybody saying, "Well, I want to go. I'll be your navigator." I'm like, "Yeah, I've got a navigator. I'm good." Yeah. Cool. I appreciate yeah, you. But, I love you guys, but, you're, but, you're, but you're going with Philip. Well, so you, you know, say that until we're lost. So, so what's funny is, you know, where Philip's in Tennessee, you know, we haven't done it this year, but. Last year, about every other month, we would Bristol's about the midway point for us. Two or three times last year, we just met for dinner. Or we went to the Christmas lights at the Speedway. So we like hanging out with each other. I mean, we it's a nice you know, little bromance. That's people, cool. Yeah, That's nice. got a little bromance, and the girls get along well. So it, we're all good. Yeah, good. You guys have got a bunch of weather going on right now, don't you? Yeah, we had a nice. So it rained Sunday and Monday. Got really cold yesterday, and so everything iced over. And then we got about six inches of snow on top of that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. it was fine until they plowed the roads and realized there was ice under there. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, no we've got we, we went from a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous day for the for the um toy drive and car show, which was like, thank God. I mean, that was an amazing day. It's all of a sudden raining on Sunday and it's been raining ever since. Mm. So I just the weather worked out perfect. Yeah, you know, we want to do it again next year, but it's always it's gonna be that gamble of where's the weather gonna be? But right. It's not yet snowing though. It's kind of, but not quite cold enough quite, but it's, 
How about you, Corey? When's it going to hit you? Well, we, the reason we bailed was because of this, that storm that you're getting now. And then it kind of, it seems like it's gone over to Salt Lake and it's kind of stayed a little bit north of us. Um, now they're saying we won't get anything here until um, probably this weekend. But even then, it's going to be a slight chance. It's like 50 today. It's it's cloudy. Um, at night, it's cold. You know, it's we're 25 degrees at night. But um, yeah, it's just we're, we so need some snow. Like it's it's kind of weird. There's nothing in the yard right now. I take that back. There's in the shade. We still have some snow on the ground, but nothing to speak of. Mm, interesting. Yeah, weird. Philip, where are you at? What's the weather like with you? Uh, it's pretty out here. I, I got home about three hours ago from Mobile, uh, Alabama. So I went from 65 to 30, <laughs> but it's blue skies. <laughs> pretty wow. nice for now. Wow. Yeah, I've, it, I've determined that this this – you know, we've got a couple of weeks as the season. We're going to get through the end of the year, and the season's going to start back up. Um, man, I got home, and I'm a, it always takes me a few weeks to kind of get adjusted to being back home anyway. We have so many projects. Like, we have so much stuff to do. Um, of course, spending a week at Metal Cloak headquarters didn't help, and looking at all the new pieces and parts and a couple things I want to change on the Gladiator. And, and uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, this whole next couple of weeks, of course, with my, I'm going to start my little face cream treatments tomorrow. So I'm not going to want to go anywhere. So I guess I'm going to spend some time in the garage for a little bit. Yeah. You got a dead pedal to install. I do. Yeah. That's a cool little thing. Well, I, they're, they're like hotcakes out there right now. Tell me about it. Jeez. It's like between that and that other thing called the rock sport black that, you know, <laughs> Good lucky shock. And ball joints out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball joints, Rocksport blacks. You know, tell you guys, manufacturing is hard, especially when you're trying to scale it, right? And you're trying to. If it wasn't hard, everybody'd be doing it. Sometimes it feels like everybody is doing it, but you know what was? You know what though? The the best part of the year again, and and spending some time with these guys, of course, is is huge. It's our off road family, and being able to travel around like we do. but going out to the to, to Metal Cloak and and getting to spend some time with the guys who are actually, um, it's it's cold um, right now and and they're working and they're out in the warehouse and they're out in the shop and they're 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 building parts they're putting them in boxes and they're shipping them to everybody that wants a, a decent made part and Thursday was the Metal Cloak Christmas party which was. You know, it's always fun for us to get invited to to attend anyway. We we don't have to, you know, well, oh, you guys go to Burger King. We're going to have our Christmas party. But it was really cool because Matson That was my suggestion, but, you know. Yeah, I know. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, Madison does a great job of, of, you know, everybody gets together. And the leadership team at Metal Cloak um, spends a few moments with everyone. Everyone. Um, you know, every every person who's at work that day uh, and then treats them to this massive lunch, um, goodie bags, treats. Um, you know, uh, Aaron's wife makes a whole bunch of cookies and fudge. And it's it's just cool. It's it's that whole team building thing. It's that camaraderie that I hope. I mean, with my, my past life in the title insurance industry, our company had really, really good culture. And I don't know that a lot of companies still continue on the culture. It's more, you do your job and here's your check and thanks. Have a nice day. 
Whereas I think culture is extremely important and everybody, I hope, in the industry, in the Jeep industry especially, um, has a little bit of that from their employer. I think it's extremely important and because without it, you don't feel like, oh, you're a part of anything, really. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a big family. And so I, I think it's huge that companies still get everybody together and say thank you and and to support that culture of being together. Yeah, well said. I mean, it, it is it is true. I mean, and we know that in our off-road industry, we see a lot of our fellow companies out there, especially the ones that are still independently owned and operated, really, you know, embracing that. And we, it, well, the cool thing is, we get stuff from many of our jobbers across the country, right? Postcards, pictures, little things like that. I did find that I was wondering why there were no goodie bags arriving, and um, from many of our vendors, and I found them all in the production office at the other end of the building. You know, somehow the seeds candy was down there. The peanut brittle was down there. I'm like, hmm, somebody's been absconding this. I guess purchasing is closer to that side of the building than it is this side of the building. So we're going to we're gonna have to remedy that. But it, but it is true. I mean, a lot of, in, especially in this industry we're in, because we are an industry of people that are mainly very, um, what's it, family oriented. It's probably the best way to put it. I don't want to get political, but, you know, patriotic, family oriented. Um, uh, values rooted in in our culture, right, and in, rooted in faith. And so, when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to this type of the year, when it comes to taking care of people, it just seems to be normal for us to do that, right? It just it just it just takes it up. And I don't know what what uh, Curtis or or Philip your your mutual companies are like, um, but it, especially Philip, you know, you're, you're part of a giant like you know massive organization, but um, and then uh, Curtis, you know, the company you work for, for like, I work for the federal government, so we don't need to go any further. Yeah. You know how that works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you're not allowed to say you're even allowed to say the word Christmas. Oh, I do. I don't. I'll tell you, nothing ticks me off worse at Christmas than seeing Xmas on something. If you've got a store, <laughs> and got Xmas on, I'm not even coming in. Yeah. I hate that. That drives me crazy. Yeah. I used to, I used to I used to write that a lot. I used to write that a lot as a, as just shorthand, right? And just a right. Merry Xmas. And I and I stopped and I'm, whoa, wait a second. There's something else here, right? Yeah. Um I had that realization. But and Philip, how about you? Good for Christmas? Like Oh, our company's wonderful. Very unlike the common thought, like a massive organization, we're very close knit. Um, especially on the industrial side. We're really we're really tight with each other. So I actually got a Christmas card from my boss today and well, we all talk throughout the whole holiday. So no, yes. very much that family environment. Well, you know, for us, it's the one time of the year we actually care about each other. I mean, so, you know, not a joke. We just, we just everybody just, <laughs> right. we just make everybody work. And their we asses gotta off. do it. So we got, you know, and, you know, and the guys, the guys I work with, we're all really close as well. Yeah. Well, it it it, it is funny though because, um, like, I I love my partners Aaron and Doug, but things like birthdays and stuff have never really been like big in their world, right? So we celebrate holidays. We celebrate important things. We celebrate patriotism we celebrate you know god we celebrate what we can but things like birthdays we, you know as a company we don't do a bunch of big birthday parties you won't see people showing up at their desk on a, on their birthday and it's covered in graffiti and you know and that we just it's the kind of stuff we have too much to do to to spend time doing that heck the amount of time to clean it up isn't worth the effort right <laughs> but we put a lot of effort into christmas and christmas is uh, aaron loves christmas as do most of us um and it becomes the point in time where we really take the time to acknowledge what's happened for the year 
um, what everybody's done for the year, how much production we've done for the year, how many new products we've created, all the kind of stuff comes out. And then that's mainly Aaron pointing out some incredible statistics for the year. And then I come out and just really make sure I get a chance to thank everybody. You know, one of the things that we have reiterated years and years is that while Metal Cloak's slogan has been, it's your Jeep only better, and it evolved to be it's your rig only better. Um, I like to reiterate people that we think that our company slogan is really it's your life only better because we're bringing happiness, right? And not only to our employees and to our people um, and to everybody we're with, but that's what we do. And if we can't do that, if we can't spend the time to acknowledge other people and, and make admire other people and make their lives better, you know, that's, that's not, there's no other reason yeah. to be here. And, and when I came to Metal Cloak, you know, that's one thing, you know, when I got my tour that I wasn't allowed to take any pictures of or tell anybody about. But, you know, the people that I talked to, they you could tell they enjoyed being there. You know, they they, they liked what they were doing and they, they appreciate what you guys are doing for them. And you can see that in your people. And I mean, and that that says that says huge things about you guys. You know, well, it's, it's that's the idea, you know, and we we do what we can to great to create great products to um, with great people. And, and it's just been fun, but this means why we're able to have like these kind of conversations to do something like modern Jeeper, which, you know, modern Jeeper, the podcast, none of that's a profit center, right? It's a chance for us to hang out with people and do stuff. And, you know, the big, the big thing with having Corey and Jesse being able to travel the country um, doing CTI tour. And I mean, you did what almost 2000 CTIs this year, 2000 CTIs and oh I don't know I mean with 250 something days uh on the yeah. road and we were in wow. 29 states I realized after we put together the mileage thing and I think I mentioned this last week that we we drove 35,000 miles um since we picked up the new truck <laughs> mm, uh, right uh, probably about 44,000 total so you know again it's but it's all of that just kind of becomes irrelevant really when it's the people that we get. I was just, I was looking at a picture that, I mean, if I was going to sit here and, and, and say thanks to, to our off-road family individually, I, we'd have to have days and days of me talking and <laughs> my voice would never make it. Um, but uh, you know, we get cards in the mail. This is Rob Holbrook. Um, one of our, one of our um, death Valley, um, and Moab participants lives down in outside of Mississippi area. And again, to get stuff like that. And we have people, I mean, Brad and, and his wife that live in Pahrump. I mean, we, we have people reaching out to us all the time and they're really special, unique people that embrace this whole family mentality. And again, I've said it before, we wouldn't be able to do what we do if it wasn't for not only the support and everything that medical provides us, but for our off-road family. And these two guys here that, that, you know, we, it's, it's a crazy, crazy world out there. And, and um, we've, we've just been very fortunate. And I think that as next year, there's a lot of good things coming. Um, I know that uh, there's been some struggles out there. We've heard it from some of our off-road family in 2023. Hopefully 2024 is a much better year for, for them who have, have had job changes, um, uh, you know, have lost someone important to them and their family, um, all of those things. And I think 2024 has some really bright light coming our way. Um, at least that's my hope. Um, I mean, I just received a whole bunch of raffle tickets. To win a Jeep in the mail, I mean, there's got to be something to be said for that. So if you if you are interested in uh, 
You don't have to be a part of Cal Four Wheel, by the way. I don't know if you can see that or not. Kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you were to go to Cal Four Wheel's website, um, calfourwheel.com slash win. I don't know. I, again, I, I'm just rambling at this point. But um, their win a Jeep raffle is coming up. Their tickets are 20 bucks, And um, they're giving away a Willys Jeep Gladiator this year. Uh, 2023 Willys Gladiator. You don't have to be present to win. 20 bucks, chance to win a Gladiator. Just thought I'd, I, they're sitting on my desk. and Yeah, the cool thing is the Cal for Wheels system, they're probably going to update it here soon. But they it, it is still old school, which means they mail it out to you. You request it. You get a stack of tickets mailed out to you. You fill them out. You mail them back in with your money. And then you're entered to win. And the drawing is in there during their um, convention in uh, um, in February. Uh, we are yeah, sorry. The, Feb- February seventeenth yeah. is the drawing. And this one was built. This is a unique one. This was completely a Warren project. So this Gladiator is all built by Warren. Um, and with our buddy uh, from Dirt Every Day, uh, what the heck? Fred his name? Williams. Fred Williams. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad I have somebody who remembers names because that's not me. Um, so Fred Williams did all the building on it. Um, it does actually have medical parts now. It didn't originally because it was all worn parts, but turns out that they need interferon wells because one of the companies providing that was way behind. So um, it does have medical. And there's also a secondary prize, which isn't promoted on that ticket. And uh, they're doing some vinyl promotion, but it's like a $5,000 medical gift certificate. So uh, it's a secondary prize, So which is available wow. when, yeah, when they do the giveaway. Now, it happens to be we're doing the build the next build but what we're building is a secret so we're not telling anybody and it's a super 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 secret so um but we will be doing the next build and people will not see it until it is unveiled at the convention in february um but we'll share with everybody at that time it's gonna be a cyber truck huh yes that was it you (laughs) figured it out Metal Cloak is on the list, by the way, but I think we're like one number one million two hundred and some odd thousand or something crazy. Um, But we put our we put our money down. Doug wanted to put his money down. I was like, yeah, all right, that's fine. What the heck? We'll get one. See what it's like. Maybe we will. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I'd be curious to see how the numbers are ratcheting. Like they come out with a price. All these people that were I had buddy who's like number four hundred something. I've been trying to see if he's gotten contacted or not, and if he actually is still going to pull the trigger when it when they come and say. Yours is ready. But at current production levels of Tesla being able to do anything, it's like, you know, it's five years away. We'll see how they do. But um, yeah. I wonder if we'll still have electricity in five years. Um, <laughs> boy, aren't you cynical? Merry Christmas. I just, wonder, I just was wondering. I don't know. I've always wondered how they have, how, I've always wondered how Santa has electricity at the North Pole. I mean, what the hell? There's no snow up there, there's no thermal energy. Solar panels. Solar panels. Yeah, there's no sun. Solar. <laughs> snow, panels. Be sun. snow panels. What's that? Snow panels. Did you see? Yeah, did you see that some uh, group just like they took a um, they were able to take a truck. It was a it was an off road rig, and it's like the 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 highest an electric vehicle has ever gone. I think they went like to twenty thousand feet up some slope. And uh, some, uh, you know, I'm talking about it. I don't even have the damn words in front of me here. But yeah, 20,000 feet. They took an electric rig all on solar panels. Pretty impressive. I mean, I guess there's no gas up there, so you could do it, right? I don't know. I've never been at 20,000 wow. feet. Never? Mm-hmm. What's the highest you've been, Corey? Uh, like, well, I mean, in an airplane. But that yeah, doesn't I mean, count. That doesn't count. On a mountain? Like 14... Yeah. Uh, 14, 2, 14, 3, something like that. 
Yeah, yeah. How about you, Curtis? I'd uh, be same thing. I was probably with Corey when he went there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah where, wherever Corey took us, that's how high I got. That's how. I have a nice picture of uh, Phillips' butt at Harrah Pass, whatever that elevation was. So. <laughs> it was a nice picture of Phillips' butt. I just yeah, wouldn't imagine that a picture of Phillips' butt would be nice at all. Well, instead of Harrah Pass, it was Phillips, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Um, we digress. We digress. We digress. Because, <laughs> you know, there hasn't been enough drinking. <clears throat> yeah. Right? At, well, Yeah. Oh, uh, you guys are like you know you're it, it's 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 past five o'clock for a couple of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's getting there. Oh, Phillips, Phillips, ready. So, <laughs> quick question for you, Philip, though, just because we hadn't really touched on this, but you're up there in Tennessee. Um, friends, family, anybody got affected by the hurricanes in Nashville? The tornadoes in Nashville? Yeah, the tornadoes. Excuse me. Tornadoes. <laughs> no, no, hurricanes, no. not tornadoes. It's hurricanes. Uh, no tornadoes. What is it? Yeah, the tornadoes. I had I had some friends out there that were close, but they didn't get affected at all. They just got wind. Um, well, you know, so it's, as far it's, one, as I know. it's one of those things where the media just made it felt like the entire city was torn out. So you know, it's pretty bad. I mean, yeah. But as far I mean, well, the people that I know that live there live in the the hills, so they're they're fine. How rare is that? I mean, has it ever happened before? Out? I mean, you just don't get that in Tennessee, uh, do you? No. Yeah, you do. You get it up to Middle Tennessee, which is Nashville. I've actually been there for our sales meetings. We've had tornadoes go through downtown. Oh, really? So that's more so, common than I, I thought. Okay. Yeah. But once it gets to East Tennessee, which is where Knoxville is, those supercells just fall apart. Uh, they, we don't get them out here hardly ever in Knoxville. We had the first one in like seven or eight years this year, and it wasn't terrible. It's it's nothing like me and Jesse are used to out in Arkansas and Oklahoma where it's every week. Right. Well, I saw right. pictures this morning of North Myrtle Beach underwater. Wow. What? Yeah, they had yeah. a big storm or something. Yeah. They had a big, uh, like, I don't know, big flooding and rain and all kinds of stuff going on out there. This is it, guys. This is it. Screw electricity. We're just going to have to weather, you know. We're just going to all, it's all, it's all coming. Everything's going to get torn down next year, 2024, the year of the storm. Don't say that. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to live that over. No. <laughs> you know, we need the rain. We, you know, I, I came through with our little water reservoir for our, our, our um, local water company and man, it's empty. You know, and I used to always fuss about the rain. My daughter and, and her husband, they have a well and they're hating life right now. I mean, I feel for them now. Now every time I'm like, I can't fuss anymore when it rains. They need it bad, you know. So, but yeah, well, I mean, California, we need rain bad. Yeah, California had flooding last year, and then now they're dry again, and there's some more rain coming. But man, the the cycle is just. It's just and again, how do you maintain it? It's, it's just, just like nothing. our economy. We had sixty eight billion dollar surplus, and now we had sixty eight billion dollar deficit in our state. Like in a matter of like two years, you know. We'll go from having too much water to not enough, and then we'll all complain about it, you know. And then you know, then they'll then they'll set more things and more standards and more rules, and then more people leave. You know, it's just it's just it's just life. But it's That's interesting when people leave. We were just having this conversation, Jesse and I, on the way home. When people leave California, that means they had to have sold their house, which there is a new buyer to buy that house, so that one party can leave. I actually did some digging because, of course, my brain is like that. Uh, 
there's around, and I figured it was, I, I, these are rough estimates from, based on my memory from yesterday, but 2,000 babies in the United States every day born. Wow. Mm. We lose, wait, let me, let me get this straight. I think that was maybe the result. The deaths versus births, that's what it was. So uh, 10,000 babies, I think, are born a day in the United States, and we lose 7,500 people a day to death. So we're positive 2,000 people every day in the United States. So that means there has to be 2,000 new places to live every day. Or if you cut that in half because of relationships and all that kind of stuff, so that's 1,000 people a day. Let's just call it 1,000. So we got to cut that out in half again by the, the other half that'll simply never leave home. Right. So yeah, there is that, that, so yeah, the, so 500 people are going to live with mom and dad for the rest of their lives, their lives. But so does that mean that a thousand people or 2000 people every day turn a certain age? So are 2000 people turning 40 every day in the United States? And I'm just asking because i was trying to extrapolate all this in my head while i drove just, just asking um, for a friend yeah i'm asking for a friend because if 2,000 people turned 40 does that mean 2,000 people turned 39 and 2,000 people turned, that's a lot of people that's a lot i mean i just am envisioning this aging population right where we're all selling to a younger person in california who i mean i don't know i'm i'm it's very interesting so you, 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 I, I you have to i think this, there's a statistic there to be, pay attention to more people live in apartments in california than houses that's true right that's more true. people rent than own but you so, know we drive to, through an area like st george utah that is oh my gosh i mean it's it's basically they've built now all the way to the Arizona line and it goes clear past up to Tokerville, almost to what's going to be Cedar city at some point, that area is massive. And it's all these people who have relocated from California because they don't have to go very far really to get out of California and be in an area that is up and coming. But that growth is huge, but we still see building in California. So I don't know. I'm, it's interesting to me. So I decided to ask chat GPT, um, some of your questions. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it says uh, the the U.S. population was 330 million in 2020. Um, to estimate the number of Americans who turned 40 in that year, I was just trying to get an idea. Like, just went back to a, a time. Uh, what was the birth cohort in 1980? Um, so it's not giving me an answer. It's telling me how to find the answer, which I found interesting. I found Bard doing that too. Like, it's getting to this point where it's like, here's how you find the answer. Um, thank you, but can you find the answer for me? You know, it's kind of like trying to figure out how many people that buy a Jeep go off-road. That's, uh, you can't really, you'd have to track every single person that goes into an off-road park or goes overlanding or uses their vehicle in an off-road manner. And and uh, we know what Jeep sales are because we can go into FCA and Stellantis and kind of look at those numbers and see what they're dealing as far as what a Wrangler, how many units they sold. But then it's always an interesting number to go, well, you know, people throw out stuff like, well, 80% of Jeep owners don't go off-road. Okay. How many Jeep owners are there? Because well, right. you must know, because you told me 80% don't go off-road. I'm skeptical. Skeptical. I'm skeptical, too, especially since I don't have an answer here. Um, 
I think it's all I know that failure. there are oh, you some... took us down a path and it's now like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Corey, Corey Osborne, what'd you do? All right. I now, do now know. I got to find I... these answers. But I do know one thing. I do know one thing. And that is that the people in our country, and unfortunately, one of the things I just ran across, one of the statistics I, found, I ran across is that in some parts of our country, more people are dying than are being born. So while it might average across for the country, it is definitely true that in some states and in some counties, the rate of death is higher than the rate of birth. And um, and that is that is a, a changing statistic, right? And more and more people aren't. I'm look, this is Christmas time. It's a time of, of uh, to celebrate birth, right? To celebrate right. new life, to celebrate right. greatness. And yet there are still people that kind of go, you know, you know, I don't want to bring any new children into this world. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to. Why should we? It's like it turns birth and child children into a burden on society as opposed to just the great joy of life. Right. Right. And, and that's, and that's the challenge. Right. So, but again, we're getting political. This is Christmas time. Christmas is political enough. <laughs> um, well, I, I do, do want to, I do yeah. know. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I do know that um, building a Jeep never ends. Um, and I'm a reflection of that comment in that, you know, companies keep improving their, their products and they keep changing and they keep innovating. And, uh, it's kind of amazing to me that even as many Jeeps as we see on the road with CTI tour and all the Jeep things that we go do, um, there are still improvements to be had to what we consider an old school suspension. You know, we see so many guys going, well, springs and control arms and shocks. That's it. That's really all that's important. That's your lift kit. That's your suspension. And while they may be that much right, there's a whole lot more that goes into it. And spending some time with the engineers last week out at Metal Cloak's headquarters, um, there are so many small things that can be adjusted or tweaked. And I kind of tell these people, I tell this to people that get on the CTI trailer that it's all about the tuning, right? So while you have built your Jeep, it never really is done. And you can continue to modify and tweak and make it better with very small investment. Um, these aren't things that like are are like, oh, I need to buy a whole new lift kit now because they're they've changed how they you know I gotta I gotta gut my short arm and put a or my mid arm and put a long arm on it. No, no, no. Yeah, yes, These are you small do. things. Well you should. I mean you but should, you should. my point is that you can do some things your to your suspension, very, very minuscule things that will make a huge difference. Something like overland as simple as what's yeah yeah increasing your, your stability when you're carrying weight. The the we Metal Cloak makes a and I learned a whole lot about the Gladiator rear suspension with the track bar relocation and the control arm relocation mounts. Those are doing some pretty magical things to your suspension. And if you you if you don't believe me, go to the Metal Cloak website. There's all kinds of reading on there as well. But these are small parts. These are small brackets that will bolt onto your existing suspension and make a huge difference. It's it's kind of the same mentality as when Metal Cloak developed the DB3 brackets and people went, oh, I'll just go to long arm. You know what? Just go to long arm. I, I understand the, the concept, but there's some other things going on there that you can adjust and change and it will make the ride better. It's no difference than them, different than them making the, the black, uh, the Rocksport blacks. 
who knows? There may even be a new iteration of the six packs coming up before too long. But I just want to say that Metal Cloak doesn't stand on or, or just sit on their laurels. They continue to, to grow, to to go back and look at, you know, people go, well, these these shocks are never going to come to to market because they keep making changes. Uh-huh. Guess who that benefits? The end user, the buyer, the consumer, you and I. Like, yeah. Anyway. Okay. That's it for me. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Well, speaking of, of, of things for Jeeps and, and all that kind of stuff, I mean, this is a Christmas. So I assume everybody here has a Christmas wish. Like, Curtis, what's your Christmas wish for your... I want uh, my garage to get done so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a whole nother episode, but I just want to get in my garage. Yeah. Oh, you want to get in you your know, garage. Honestly, it's, you know, my Jeep for the most part is done. Uh, it, it works really, really well. You know, obviously, it, it, there's a couple Metal Club products it needs. But, uh, you know, for the most part, my Jeep's done. Uh, I thought about getting a JT, and I think what I've decided to do is my Jeep's almost paid for, and when it's gone, I'm going to find me a diesel Gladiator, and I'm going to have both. Nice. So, there you go. Nice. So nice. That, and I'm gonna, I'll build a Gladiator to, to play with. You know, by then, they ought to be pretty cheap. <laughs> so, you know, so, but I want a diesel. I don't want, you know, that's just what I want. So. I'll find one, you know, I'm going to buy you, I'm going to buy you a Russell Crowe action figure. There you go. Then you can have a little gladiator to play with. There you go. That's all I need. (laughs) I'll put it in my Ranger. Yeah. I'll put it in my Can you get it? Can you get him a Russell Crowe and a Vin Diesel? So you can have his (laughs) diesel gladiator. Russell diesel gladiator. Diesel gladiator. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or you take Vin Diesel and put the gladiator outfit on. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I'm good. You know, we're, we're very fortunate. So, you know, like I said, my, my build is pretty well complete. I mean, it, a couple little things here and there, but I'm, I'm very happy with my Jeep. It, it does everything I want to do. The one thing I do want to do is next year, I want to take it somewhere with these guys and use it. So yeah, there you go. it looks there pretty sitting there with the tent open, but I want to go sleep in that tent. So <laughs> how would you fill up what's on your wish list for uh, 2024? It's funny right. you brought that up. Because I actually went through Metal Cook's website today on little things that I need. And uh, there's some little steps that I want to get, some little uh, bracketry to maybe put some uh, max tracks on there or a shovel or something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And then I've got to fix some stuff on the front axle. Um, some ball joints, some uh, saw revolutions, got some new axle shafts coming. Mm-hmm. So those will be things that are going to happen uh, in the next month or two, whenever that all happens. Nice, nice. That's Corey, my Christmas wish. Yeah, Corey got his some of his Christmas wish as his let's visit back here. You know, the uh, he took you home laugh. some pres- he took home some Christmas presents. I did. What about you, sir? What's on your Christmas list? Uh, you know, world peace, uh-huh. <laughs> goodwill for all. <laughs> you know, I, I I am even though I said we weren't supposed to say this, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the Rocksport Blacks um, ball joints. You know, I've actually have our 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 ball joints that came out from the beginning of the year. Um, I didn't, I don't have the, uh, the latest iteration on them. Um, otherwise my rig is good. I mean, my, my rig is good. I want to do some more to the TJ. I actually need, still need to get a hard top for the TJ. The TJ right now is sitting in the driveway with a best top, um, storm weather cover on it. Not a, not a, it's on top. And I, I want to get a hard top for it, but I'm torn between getting like a great tops top, which has more of that, um, land Rover style to it. Or just getting a straight up, you know, replacement TJ hardtop. So I got to do that for the TJ and, and really make the TJ into more of a wheeler. 
that's part of part of my my goals. And yeah, and I just and then it's all about getting stuff for the kids. So, but you know, really, it's for all of our customers to have a great time and to have a great year and to have a great winning. Which, by the way, um, this went on social media today. To, we're recording this on Tuesday, so you guys will see this on Thursday. But recording on Tuesday, but this this right here, you can see it kind of there. So this is this is the Christmas ornaments that we gave out last year we gave a bunch of these out just hundreds went into boxes and then a few of them i signed for like a special you wanted 250 gift certificate or something like that so i found set i found seven and i kept one for myself really but um we had six of them came off the shelf that we found i put qr codes on them and they're randomly being thrown into orders from this week oh cool if you get one of these the cool thing is if you get one of these and you go in and you actually scan that QR code and go to the form and fill that out. You automatically have gotten a hundred dollars to get from Club. But then I will choose one of those six and we'll talk about it at next week's modern Jeeper show. We will announce the winner. One of those six will get um, a $500 gift certificate. It may or may not be next week because of course people have to buy, get their boxes, open their boxes and do them. So maybe it'll be the week after, maybe after the first of the year, but we'll get a $500 gift certificate. So it's so a chance to win. If you get one of these six, not only are you getting a rare, rare thing, cause we're not going to make these ever again. These are awesome, but there's so much work getting all the drop out of <laughs> yeah, them and, right. and cleaning them up and getting them ready to go. It's just doing work. So we'll get that. We'll get it out. So you get one of these left as well as getting a, um, uh, again, the um, what did I say? The uh, five hundred dollars gift So that's just a little gift from us to all of you. Um, and because now, person. did you guys get you? The, I don't think like you got one of these, right? No, I don't have one. Never. You, no, you guys nope. don't even have these. Oh, that's that's too bad, man. That's just you know, it was beautiful right here. <laughs> you know, hey, thank, thanks might... for helping out with Corey and everything, but we're not giving you a Christmas ornament. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know actually we have some on our front tree maybe when the tree gets put away i'll grab a grab them and and send them off because if we want our own christmas ornaments we can make our own christmas ornaments right we don't have to but these can get sent off maybe i'll send them off to you guys just because i love all you that'd be cool uh well it's uh i know it's been kind of it's kind of an interesting show because um you know we didn't have jesse here and and um and jesse inspires us all yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it's, it's hard. It's hard being joyous and, 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 you know, delightful and stuff when one of yours is, well, you know, Corey's got the stuff he's doing to his forehead, you know, <laughs> Philip's spending time in Aruba, you know, Curtis stills works for the federal government. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, guys, yeah, this will be, this will be my, <laughs> my next week right here. So we'll see. This is, this is different. This is, um, this is not a four-week treatment anymore. This is a four-day treatment. But wow. uh, the uh, dermatologist said, yeah, you'll probably not want to go outside for a couple of weeks. So wow. We'll Sounds terrible. It turns out. Yeah, it's going to yeah. burn your skin up. Yeah. It's fully. Wow. It'll be, be great. Good luck with that. Thanks. Love you, Merry brother. Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hey, Merry Christmas, Modern Jeepers. Appreciate you joining us on this. By the way, just let everybody know the future of Modern Jeeper the show heading into the next year um yeah by the way i've got you know Corey has one of these too but we have our new we got this oh, was yeah. this was an employee gift gave oh, all cool. the employees this, this new little mug nice and then uh, they all got shirts too, kind of sports shirts that they can work out in and stuff like that because we're encouraging everybody into a little physical fitness um but for all of you out there 
um, and from all of us, right? This is, you mean a lot to us, modern troopers, you do. And from any, from any standpoint, we're just truly thankful and blessed to be a part of your lives. Um, and whether the population of listeners is growing or, or falling, uh, depending on what the season is. Um, I'll do some more research on that. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and, uh, he's going to have plenty of time. So yeah, right. Yeah, well, right. Yeah, it's gonna be at home all the time. All right, but all right, buddy. Hey, everybody, thank you, Modern Jeepers, for joining us. It's been another great episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. This podcast will self-destruct in five, four, three, two, one.